0: You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 86. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. bias. i was so excited to be talking about these two topics, happiness and anger. And they don't really seem like they go together. Or even in a maybe contrasting way, like we think happiness and then we think sadness. And I've been wanting to talk about it for a couple months here because I realized that I feel a lot happier in my life, and it is thanks to anger. So I'm going to come at this from two angles. One is we, especially I think in the Western culture, is that There's this kind of idea, especially in the U.S., there's this idea that you pursue happiness, the pursuit of happiness. And there's this kind of subtle hint at like we need to be happy all the time. In that, in the connotations and how we communicate about happiness is that there's something wrong if we're not happy or positive or have positive emotions all the time. And if we were to experience something and feel something negative, that all of a sudden is a problem. And it is more associated with Western culture than it is in Eastern culture. Now I'm going to go kind of to the extremes. I know there's a whole lot of gray in between that. And as I've started to watch different kind of films, that aren't solely like Hollywood-based, you can still see that in some of the stories that we communicate with, there's this kind of idea of, you know, you need to be happy. And whether that's been influenced by Western culture or whatever, when I see stuff, I can see that sometimes there's this underlying messaging that happens where happiness is the goal. And I want you to really think about if happiness is the goal, if being happy all the time is really something that humans have been put on this earth to experience. And I don't mean to go all meta on on you or anything like that, but when you think about it, do you really want to be happy all the time? Do you want to be happy when sad things happen that are essentially human, where, you know, we experience loss as human beings, we experience a lot of things that happen in this world that are beyond our control and are just solely part of being human. And so when you look at it from this kind of perspective of humanists versus happiness, you can see that humanists does not involve being happy. There is, in the whole human experience, across culture, across any sort of difference that you can fathom, there is no 100% happiness in any circumstance. And so the idea that we need to be happy is something that I think I have been challenged with because every time I kind of had a negative experience, I was like, well, why can't I be happy? Why can't I be happy? Why can't I just be happy all the time? And so when I let go of that expectation in my life, ironically, I did feel a little free and in essence, a little more happy. So if I looked at kind of my human experience and you look at the human experience and that we are 50% of the time going to experience positive emotions and 50% of the time going to experience negative emotions. And even that 50% is a 50% that we want to have. I don't think you want to be happy when things don't go your way. When somebody hits you, there's, there's going to be a million different scenarios where you're like, well, no, I'm not going to be happy. And you don't want to be happy in those situations. And I think that challenging that kind of, oh, there's something wrong if I'm not happy all the time has been kind of maybe more of a foundational way of getting to actually feeling more positive about my life, which is that is the kind of the ironic thing, right? We want to be happy and we're trying to pursue happiness all the time. And when we let go of that expectation, in turn, we actually feel more positive. Oh, it's supposed to be like this, supposed to be 50-50. And so kind of questioning my belief system about happiness and rethinking the things that are told to me in media, things that I read, things that I watch, it increased the level of positivity in my life. And then the next thing, the second thing that created happiness was to deal with anger. And I've been talking a lot about anger lately in in the past episodes. And anger is one of those emotions that we don't link to happiness. But a lot of us experience it on being to ourselves. We experience anger in these very subtle forms. Because immediately when we think of an emotion, there's usually our brain has a hard time handling nuances. So. We think anger, we think yelling, or we think sadness, we think crying, or something. You know, we we kind of go in a straightaway that this is what anger is, or this is what it looks like. And really, anger is in so many different forms. It's you know irritation, frustration. It's all of those little things that maybe we don't yell. Maybe people can't even see it on our faces but it's held inside of us. We can be irritated with a coworker for about a couple hours at work, or we can be frustrated with our husband for a whole weekend and not realize that that is some sort of anger that it doesn't look like yelling. It doesn't look like you're hurting anybody, but it actually is hurting you. And it's actually preventing you from experiencing happiness. It's like, There's a jar of happiness available to you in that 50% of positive emotions, and anger can kind of eat away at what's actually available to you in your life, and you don't even realize that when you're kind of slightly irritated for somebody cutting you in front of a line when you're waiting in line, any little thing like that, or somebody's late to an appointment, there are a million little things that you can get irritated throughout a day, that chip away at all of that happiness that is right that is rightfully yours and is available to you in that moment. And so when I started working on all the whole spectrum of anger, from the mild little irritations throughout the day to the to the big anger where I do yell and I say things that I don't mean or even to some of the resentment that I was carrying around, holding grudges to friends about something that they did like two years ago. When I started looking at that and looking at feeling that level of anger towards people, and I worked on that, I actually became happier, which is really kind of, Weird. The less irritated I was from somebody cutting in front of me, the less irritated I was when my toddler says, I hate you, mama, the less frustrated I got and was able to not let these circumstances that are not in control, that are not in our control, like how other people behave, and realizing that I control how angry I feel. And managing that and working on that, that increased my happiness without doing any other thing, just by realizing how irritated I get. And then working at not being irritated and ending the frustration that I felt with my husband putting his shoes in the hallway. All of those little things, I stopped being frustrated and I stopped being irritated. It doesn't mean that I don't, Experience irritation or frustration. It means that I worked at it to understand that I was responsible for creating that emotion. And I shift and I went through and I combed through all of those irritations to see see that essentially my thoughts of how people should behave in this world is creating my frustration. So knowing that I'm creating my anger in any kind of form that it comes to you in. By thinking, by how we look at the situation, by thinking somebody should behave this way, somebody shouldn't do this, and understanding that's where my anger was, I could aim. I was able to clean up a lot of those should statements. Oh, well, instead, now it's, of course, my husband's going to leave his shoes in the hallway because that's how he sees it. He doesn't think it's a big deal if it's in the hallway. My toddler saying that, well, exactly. That's what her brain is going through right now as she's developing. She's ex- She's learning how to handle her frustration and her anger and owning that I'm creating my anger and all of those little like petite situations that you go through in life and you kind of realize that how much you're shitting and that's creating your anger and you stop the shitting on other people and on yourself, by the way, it works both ways and it does increase your happiness that you actually open up space for a lot more of that positivity. I would say a lot more of that 50% that's available because if you're angry all the time and you're feeling frustrated, you're not actually accessing the 50% of positive that's available to you. And so that's how you can create happiness through anger. And that's all I have for you today, and I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.